When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence. Welcome to This Week on the Crimson Tide Sports Network. I'm Roger Hoover. It's time to take a look at the best of CTSN programming from this past week. Alabama starts the 2021 football season on Saturday against the Miami Hurricanes in the 2021 Chick-fil-A kickoff game at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. This week on the Crimson Tide Sports Network, we've been getting you prepared for the showdown between the Canes and the Crimson Tide. Tuesday on Crimson Drive on the CTSN Facebook page, we were first joined by ABC and ESPN's Todd Blackledge. He'll be on the television call for Saturday's game, and he shared thoughts on Alabama. I think the strength will be their defense. You know, I think that it's a team that defensively got better as the year went on last year. Uh, you know, they had a, a game early in the year against Ole Miss where they gave up a bunch of yards and points. Uh, and then really the only other game was the SEC championship game against Florida where they they gave up a lot. And in both cases, you had two offenses that played outstanding, two quarterbacks that played outstanding against Alabama in those games. And, and a lot of the guys that played last year uh, are back. I, I think they will be a better pass rushing team this year than they've been in the last few years. You know, I think back to 2015, 2016, where they had over 50 sacks in both of those seasons. I think they're going to have the ability to pressure quarterbacks and harass quarterbacks the way they did in those years. Uh, May not put up the same numbers, but they'll affect the quarterback. And then that also kind of leads to and translates into turnovers on the back end. So I think the strength of the team early on will be their defense and you know, that makes sense. Even though they reload really well, you lose, you know, that many first round draft picks off of an offense. Uh, it's going to take a little time to to get that going again. Also on Tuesday, we turn the calendar back to January 1st, 1993, to the Sugar Bowl between Miami and Alabama to determine a national champion. Our Alabama legend, Jay Barker, was the quarterback of that Crimson Tide team, and he shared memories from a night that ended in Alabama's 12th national championship. I remember on the sideline uh, with Mount Moore, we were discussing kind of what we were going to do next uh, series, 
And at that time, we already had things rolling pretty well in the run game, especially. And, you know, we're just like, man, everything's going our way. Things are happening. It's, it's been such a positive night. And then when Lamar Thomas caught that ball, we're like, oh, you know, the next thing we know, we see like a lightning bolt shot out. And this George T runs him down, takes the ball away, and then starts running back. And then, you know, all that, that uh, one of the greatest plays ever in Alabama history, but it didn't count because Antonio London was offsides. So that play is not even in the record books. There's nowhere to be found. It's, you can see it on video, but nowhere to be found in the record books. But that, that to me was the play that stood out the most. And then, you know, always the end of the game, you know, the celebration, watching, you know, Coast Stallings get lifted up and carry it all, you know, on the field. Uh, I look back at that game and watch um, Ruth Ann, his wife, is up in the press box or in the uh, suite box for the coach's wives. And she's, you know, putting up number one and, you know, and John Mark's there with her as well in the family. So those are a lot of just great memories thinking back on on that that moment. And like I said, our last camp, but it's been 29 years. You guys said you started to stay in eventually on Bourbon Street before the game. Did you guys have a good time later that night? <laughs> we did. And I'll tell you what something happened to me. I went back. To, so we had this celebration in the locker room um, and I had I had to get uh, taped up and stuff. I had like uh, turf burns and stuff. That was the old turf back in the right. day when it didn't give at all. So um, I got back to the room and I fell asleep. So my parents were downstairs waiting on me and some other people as well. Next thing I know, I hear knock on the door. And I promise you, when I woke up, I went, did I just dream that we just played this game? I mean, I, so when I looked down, I saw the wrappings on my arm. I saw blood kind of like coming out of the wrappings. But I'm like, okay, thank God. Because that was, it was the weirdest feeling. But then I actually described that um, in, in the book that I wrote in due time and how that, um, you know, you could fall asleep for 10 or 15 minutes, like you've been asleep forever. And you can have a dream or whatever else. It was just, it was weird. So I, that was a weird moment. But uh, so after that, yes, we went out, uh, family, friends, and just had a great time celebrating the championship and really just seeing all the Bama fans so happy, you know, and no Miami fans to be found anywhere, <laughs> even though they were a, a ton running their mouth before the game, after the game was a lot different story. Thursday afternoon at 2 p.m. Central, we were back on the CTSN Facebook page for our Thursday edition of Crimson Drive. First up, we wanted a detailed scouting report of the Hurricanes, so we turned to the radio broadcaster from Miami, Joe Zagaki, for the other booth. Well, the whole offseason really revolved around the health of De'Ara King. Would he be healthy for this game? Of course, he suffered the knee injury against Oklahoma State, so that was probably the number one priority. The second priority was a restructuring of the defensive staff. Coach Diaz takes over the play calling uh, for the defensive side of the ball. So he's the head coach and the defensive coordinator. So those were the two biggest priorities for the University of Miami. And then going into camp, obviously, uh, De'Ara King's health and rehabilitation so far is so good with that. And I think the biggest priority for Miami on defense is uh, becoming a much better team stopping the run. They were not good at stopping the run a year ago. And uh, so that was a problem area. Hopefully, Coach Diaz has been able to address it going into this game. Yeah, you mentioned all eyes have been on De'Ara King. Uh, just what have you heard or seen at practice so far? Is he, is he as explosive as he has been before? Because we know he can be really improvisational, can really be a dynamic quarterback. You know, I think he looks better today than he did at the end of last year. Uh, I think that uh, if you look at De'Ara King right now, and maybe Alabama will have something to say about this, but you would not know that he had knee surgery. There is no limp. He doesn't wear a knee brace, doesn't wear anything around his knee. Now, maybe he will on game day. Uh, he runs with authority. He throws the ball very accurately. He's been an inspirational leader. And at this point, going into the Alabama game, I think he is the least of Miami's worries. 
After hearing from South Florida, we went a little closer to home for Riders Row. Nick Kelly is in his first year as the Alabama football beat writer for the Tuscaloosa News, and he told us what's on his mind heading into the opener. Yeah, I think there's a lot of questions just because there's a lot of new starters. Unlike this Miami team that has 19 of 22 returning at, at starting positions. But so for a team where there's just new starters, you don't know how they're going to gel. Even Coach Saban said in his uh, press conference Monday, I believe it was, that he doesn't know what this is going to look like exactly until you get them in that game situation, until you see them in that setting where they're competing against other teams in, in a big stadium with a bunch of fans. And so uh, still a lot of questions to see. And so really the, the biggest thing I think on my mind, as it is for most people, is what is this offense going to look like? So many different guys. You have a new coordinator. Yes, they keep their system, but it's still someone different calling the plays in Bill O'Brien. And so I'm curious to see how he is as their coordinator, how Bryce Young is. <laughs> Obviously, most people think Bryce would be pretty good and for good reason. But still, we don't know what he's going to be like as the starting quarterback. And so I'm really intrigued to see how that goes, how the offensive line gels, how the new receivers do. There's a ton of talent there, but you can win things on paper, but until you win on the field, it doesn't, doesn't matter a whole lot. Thursday night, of course, means it's time for Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show from Baumhauer's Victory Grill in Tuscaloosa. Eli Gold and his special media guest, Cecil Hurt, were joined by head coach Nick Saban at the restaurant, and Coach gave his final word of the night, presented by Mercedes-Benz. You know, the culture of our program has always been to get players to play one play at a time, focus on what's in front of them. Um, you know, win stands for what's important now. You know, that's what I always say to them. And, um, you know, outcomes are controlled by the process of things necessary to get the outcome. And um, the culture of the program here has always been to try to get players to focus on one play at a time, no scoreboard, nameless opponent, everything's all about what you do. And that's the culture that we're trying to create with this team. Um, so that they can go out and have fun because it's a lot more fun to play that way when you're not really worried about winning. You're just real concerned about being your best, playing your best, doing it one play at a time. Don't get frustrated by the last play if it wasn't a good one or get too satisfied if it was a good one. So I think those things are really, really important in terms of the competitive character that every team needs to have to really be successful and that has to be collective it has to be everybody has to buy in and that was one of the great things about last year's team and it's certainly one of the things that we want to build this year and because we have young players I think it's really important that we have great fan support uh, that's really with this team the energy and enthusiasm and I know it's different it's different because you know we didn't have fans last year and um, you know one of the things that all fans should know that every player that left the program last year said that they were sorry i'm talking about all the guys that got drafted that they played their last year at alabama and they weren't able to enjoy playing in front of the fans because right? the spirit and the passion that you have is what makes it special for them to play here and they played their last year here and didn't have that so this group needs to sort of get that spirit and that passion that makes it so special to play here and i hope that you can offer that to them in a very positive way because i do think being a young player you know you you haven't experienced that and you really need to and i think it can help motivate you to want to be the best version of yourself which is what we need to do to uh, have a successful team so i'm really excited about the challenges that we have we're playing a really good team uh, we're playing in atlanta uh, atlanta's always been a great place for us to play 
Uh, but I'm also anxious to see how our players respond in this game. I really am. I mean, everybody keeps asking me about all these different parts of our team, and I'm like, hey, I'm as anxious as you are to see how they do. Uh, we've prepared them well. They've worked hard. Um, now we'll just see how they can go out there and play for 60 minutes in the game and see if they can stay focused on what they need to do to play with the kind of discipline they need to play with to have success. This has been Roger Hoover. Thank you for listening to This Week on the Crimson Tide Sports Network. To listen or watch full episodes of the content you just heard, be sure to like the Crimson Tide Sports Network on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. You can also watch our video show archives on YouTube, and it's easy to subscribe to the Alabama Insider Podcast, available on all podcast platforms, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and so many more. Remember, our coverage of Alabama football against Miami this Saturday begins at 11.30 a.m. Central on the network with kickoff at 2.30 p.m. on your local radio affiliate or worldwide when you download the Varsity Network app. Thanks for listening, and roll tide. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So, do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.